vast majority of us can trace our ancestors back five, six generations. I don't know how far y'all expect us to go back in order for us to be able to hold on to some level of identity as if Black Americans have not created and cultivated an entire culture that is consisted of people, food, music. Facts. What is this thing? Facts. Entertainment that has transformed the world and influenced not just Black people in the diaspora, but also people all over the world. Facts, sister. Facts. It's not just black people in the diaspora, but also people all over the world. This is not the flex y'all keep thinking it is. It's just cringy at this point. Like, what? Or that sister broke it down in 45 seconds. Nothing but facts. We have our own culture. We don't have to claim. Why are they fleeing from there? Exactly. Stay in Africa. We live rent free in their hands. We're not desperate to claim that. Right. We have a culture. Right. You don't have to claim that. We have our culture that has the globe. Black America. Black America. Africa. No, no, that ain't a flex. Especially you trying to say that when you're here. That's the thing that kills me. You're always over here talking that nonsense. Your ass is always somewhere in Washington, D.C. talking about your damn culture. What culture, sweetie? Culture of fleeing? Stop. That is not a flex. This is our culture here. Please give me a break. Now, there are more videos of different ones. The, the tether class, boy, they're just really in their feelings about us. They, they've got no TikTok and just let their feelings be known. Now that we are letting folks know that we are relishing in our own foundational Black American culture. And the thing about us claiming foundational Black American culture is that the term foundational Black American, and some people were talking about that earlier, that term cannot be remixed. You can't remix that. And that's the thing that got so many people up and on. You can remix Freedmen, you can remix Descendant of Slaves, you can remix African American, you can remix all these other terms. But you can't remix Foundation of Black America. And when you say that, that's a powerful thing. You're making a powerful statement that nobody can remix. You're making a very powerful statement because you're talking about the past. You're talking about lineage and you're talking about your presence. You understand? So that covers everything. Because what happens is when somebody says, Well, I'm a descendant of slaves. Well, I grew up in the Caribbean, so we were slaves of the Caribbean, so I'm a descendant of slaves. So they can remix it that way. Or a white person can say, Well, yeah, I'm white now, but I'm a my great 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 grandmother was a slave. And then we wiped up, and yeah, I'm, I've been white, and my family's been white for three generations, but I'm a descendant of slaves, so let me get some reparations. See, they can read this. But when you say I'm a foundational black American, trust me, people want to, they trust me, they tried to read me, they're like, damn, I, I can't do it. How can I crowbar myself in that? You can't. No, they can read this black American. Yeah, they can remix that. You can't remix foundational Black American, though. You can't remix that. That's the thing that gets them mad. Shit. You can't latch it. It's a, it's a lock type term. You can't, you can't crowbar yourself in that. You can say, well, I'm a Black American, but are you foundational? No. <laughs> you see? Did your family help build this country? No. You see? See, I'm, I'm, I'm from the school of Neely Fuller, using words that are powerful that can't be remixed. You did just using codified uh -huh. words that cannot uh -huh. be remixed. That's why, I, that's why the term foundational black American is a powerful ass term. Because they cannot remix that. Yeah, man, 
And all they do is get mad at me. You niggas are a head group. You niggas are a head group. All they can do is whine. They can't do nothing about it. They just whine and start talking about this fucking hate group. That's just you whining because you can't remix it. You're mad because you can't leech off of it. Which is good. You shouldn't leech off your own culture. Go back and build your own culture up and, and, and get down with that. Now let's look at some more of these folks who are trying to remix our damn culture. Let's look at some more of these people. Because there's more of them. You know? Now this one lady, she had a problem with the, the, the Black National Anthem. Now this is a woman who's um, a Black great who's living in the United States right now. All right? Now look, listen to this. Hold on, listen to this. Now listen to this. Hold on, and she got the the, the teeth and all this stuff popping off. Hold on, look at listen to this. Hold on. So I know I'm going to get you're an immigrant. It has nothing to do with you, or you're not Black American. It has nothing to do with you. But I don't care. I am an American citizen, and as far as I'm concerned, there is only one anthem, and that's the only one I'm singing. <coughs> we look absolutely insane as a country to have now what is two competing anthems. Absolutely insane. It's embarrassing. Ma'am, you're, you're not from here. This ain't, it ain't, well, it ain't about you. In the same period. It ain't about you, ma'am. Exactly. Beautiful song, don't get me wrong. But there's only one anthem, and for our national events, only one anthem should be sung, like every other country. And no, I don't believe it inspires unity. Segregation is over. And what about people of other races in this country? Where's the... Asian national anthem. Where's the Jewish? In your homeland. That's where the, the Asian national anthem is in the homeland because they took over your homeland and that's why they had to flee. That's where that is. National anthem. There isn't one. So let's not single out certain groups. Just call everyone American and leave it as that. Oh, Why don't no, you go back to British? We are British. different culturally from your mammy and Nkumi. So yeah, yeah, we're differentiated. No, 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 man. Think you're our color. No, I want to let folks know that your blackness is. I have to start calling nice on these motherfuckers. No, you come from Coonstock, man, and that's different from what we're doing over here. No, man. Do you think that the ab okay? Do you think that the average white London female Londoner makes forty thousand pounds a year at twenty eight years old? No. You don't think that's because of race? No, I think this. I literally, I literally just asked you a racial question. I literally just asked you a racial question. Are you black? Yes. How much do you make a year? Forty thousand pounds. Do you think the average white female Londoner makes 40,000 pounds? Oh, no. Do you think it's because of race? No, I don't think so. No, because the average person has less. Like, I earn about the average. And that's for, like, people of all age groups. Ma'am, um, there's no way in the world that you make more than the average white female Londoner. It's just not possible. That is true. And so... Later on, as the conversation went on, I put proof that it's true in the back. But he didn't want to show anyone that. He wanted to stick on that point. And this is why I say he was being disingenuous the whole conversation, because you're trying to create some sort of racial injustice. So you can say, see, you don't make as much as a white woman. The white women your age don't make as much money. No, I make more than the average white woman my age. That's a fact. I make more. You're trying to create some sort of inferiority complex in me. It's not happening. It's not. I'm not there at the bottom of the totem pole. I'm not. And I gave him a, I lowballed it because I'm not telling him how much I make. I lowballed, like, if you want to look over again what comes in to my bank account, I definitely don't board it.
because I can see he wasn't having a genuine conversation. So at this point, I know what you're wrong. Uh-uh. But the, even then, see, I make more than the see. average white woman my age. But you see how he immediately went to see, see, a white woman's making more than you. No, she's not. No, she's not. White women a decade older than me are not earning more than me. This sounds They're like not. she's sucking dick. Yeah. In the US, oh, full spectrum said the riot started. What are you trying to pull? What are you trying to pull? You're trying to pull the wool over my eyes to convince me that I'm some sort of victim of white supremacy. No, I'm not. Oh, hell no, they're not coming on. Oh, she made the video first. So this is when <coughs> I went and I actually went and I got the numbers for him. So you guys can't see all of this that's happening now. But I went and I got the numbers and I put it in the back for him to show him. I put the numbers in there. Cloud Jason. Great Britain says, my city I live in is one of the wealthiest per median in the country. I live around 90% white people from hard work. Trust, they're not supreme. Great Britain, and that's my thing, right? Half my family is white. I don't look at white people as this mysterious kind of outer, outer alien type people who are just so mysterious and they're so elite. No, they're not. No. And that's why I could never walk around with that mentality like they're better than me or they're so powerful. No. I can't do it. They're people just like everyone else. Wars, wars. But at this point, I went and I got the actual link for him and I put it in the back. But he wants to keep disregarding it. Don't tell me that there's not much that I can do with a degree in business and finance. <laughs> Degrees in business and finance are going to put you onto one of, into the highest earning job categories here. The highest earning job categories. How are you going to tell me it's not going to do much for me? Like, really? <laughs> At this point, he just doesn't know what he's talking about. This is where he should have just, he should have just catched him. Because he's moving out of his wheelhouse and into mine. Ben Adair says, Jason Black is from Louisiana, so he loves drama. <laughs> Thank you, Ben Adair. Vaderin, exactly. <laughs> Says he's lying. You could do a lot with that degree. You could do a lot, a lot. And let me tell you, for most people coming into my industry, you'll start on, you'll start on maybe like twenty-five thousand pounds a year. Twenty-five thousand as a graduate, right? As a graduate coming out of uh, university, you'll start on about twenty-five thousand. Compared to what I'm doing, yeah. Puffy Vega says, I am fellow uh, YouTube here. I co-sign on what she makes. I only have 35 million views. She's low by low calling by a lot, by a lot. Listen, Puffy, I'm just talking about work, right? And even there, I low-balled it because I'm not giving him the exact figures about what I make and what I do. I'm not. You're not about to probe into my life because one question leads to another to another, to another, to another. You're not letting anybody know how much you earn. You're not giving anyone an exact number about <laughs> how much you earn, but you want to get that from me. So already here, I, I noticed him from the start. Seven, the gentleman, you're talking about dollars. I'm talking about pounds. The pound is worth more than a dollar. Whatever I make in dollars, 
whatever I make in pounds, add another 25% and then you'll get what it is in dollars. Your, your, your mind is too focused on, on dollars. I make pounds, not dollars. But that's uh, just work that I was referring to. Puffy Vegas, that wasn't even YouTube or anything else. That's just work. Melvin says, Jessica, you embarrassed yourself. You played innocent, was lying, trolling, and over-talking him. That's why he told you to hang up the phone, but you kept on babbling. He hung up the phone in the end, and I'm going to show it, Melvin, because his story was falling apart at the point that it was at the end. I had all the things what he was saying. And you're going to see the conversation where I That's tell him, you do it to him actually, go and look at the links video. I put in the back. Look at the links. Look at the links. He didn't want to do that because he wanted to carry on with the lie. He wanted to carry on the narrative that I'm just this broke, broke victim of white supremacy. That's the whole storyline that he was trying to create here. And he didn't want to go past that. <laughs> I wasn't on the, the call for seven hours, Rekha. What do you mean? <laughs> I was there right at the end. You can see where I called in and where I got off. <laughs> I mean, I'm doing okay. You ain't learned about electro money. Yeah, I'm doing okay. I mean, I could do better. Obviously, I want to do better, but. Everyone, if you want to go and look it up for yourselves, you can see what the median annual earnings. In the UK, median mean for London is 41,000. South End is 34,000. So, I'll pull it up right now. Let's do it. Hang on. Average earnings by age UK. Let's go. So, okay, let me share this with you guys quickly. So, can you guys see this? Let me try and make it bigger. See if it looks better on the screen now. Okay, so it should come through clearer on your screen now. Average earnings by age. In my age group here, 22 to 29, the average is 24,600 pounds, right? The average of ages 30 to 39 is 30,865. Average earnings 40 to 49, 33,447. I'm doing better by average for all groups. This here, the source is the um, Office of National Statistics, right? This is where all our statistics are collated. All of them. I'm not poor. I'm actually showing you guys the proof here now. Like I said, the Office she's of stuck National on money Statistics too much. is where all of our stats are collated. They put them all together. <laughs> If I'm here, 22 to 29 years old, and I'm earning above 24,600, you're earning more than 50%, and you're earning more than 50% of your age group. I'm not broke. <laughs> as much as you want to try and tell me that I'm broke and I'm struggling, I'm not broke. I put, yesterday, I put the stats in the back for him to be able to see it. I put the stats there, but again, you went into all of this because you're trying to say that you're a victim of white supremacy. White supremacy is holding you back. White supremacy means that women 
sort of a white and more than you. That's not true. And this is why I say don't let them put you into this victimhood category. You can go out there and be more successful than white people. You are not a victim. You are not being held back. We've got to go out here and get here. Bilderberg boy 9 N says, Jason is the leader of an army of victims and they're under slavery programming. He turned into a liberal female while talking to you. Shame, insult, guilt, and the need to be right. That's exactly what he did. That's exactly what he did. He came from their playbook. He played out the modern woman playbook. The mother woman. Thank you, Bilderberg. So in other words, she's talking about the black woman? I can't yeah. stand in that victimhood. I can't. I'm not a victim. She's stupid. JTC says, these dudes make the most random allegations. What's next? JX is anemic? <laughs> do you know what? I do have low iron a lot, JTC. <laughs> I actually do. So you got that one right. <laughs> Melvin says, give us the average number for London. Give me a second then. Average salary by age in London. So do you guys see this? You guys see it? So in London, it changes, it goes up. The average salary in my age group is 30,092 pounds. Yeah, Ages 13 to 39 is 38,415. The average for ages 40 to 49 is 42,508. The averages for 15 to 59 is 40,350. So even in London, Although people are trying to say, well, because they're still trying any way they can to play this whole you're oppressed narrative. Even in London, I'm not doing too bad. For my age group, I'm actually doing well. I'm doing better than people who are a decade older than me. So by the time I get to, in my 30s, I get to my late 30s, do you know where my salary will be? Like, please, let's let's not do it. Let's not. <laughs> but I'm happy that you asked that because people still, I'm happy you asked that, Melvin, because people still would have said, well, it's different um, when you're in London. It's different. I'm not a victim. You can't convince me that I'm a victim. Brandon L. Jett says, just showing support. Pukey. Thank you, Brandon. Let's go. So, listen, you've got a little bit more to go through, and then he's just going to sell the whole thing. More questions. I didn't really have any questions, I just wanted to. So right. I did it. So here's, um, my, here's my thing. Even if we take into account a median of around, let's just say 30,000 pounds, let's just go ahead and say that, around 30,000 pounds, do you think that the average white <coughs> male Londoner is living on 30,000 pounds a year? Thank you, that boy Cameron, for becoming a member. Thank you. Uh, to depend on age, so I think that plays a factor. No, I'm talking about around. The, I'm talking about the age that you are now. You say earns like thirty thousand. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I'd say around that. Yeah, somewhere close to it. 
So I said, yeah, it's around that. And I just showed you guys the average earnings for people 22 to 29 actually is 30,000. When he said, do you think that's around that? I said, yeah. Right now, do you know what he's doing in this silence? He's Googling. He's Googling, trying to catch me out to be wrong. Female wages in London oh, average no, 28,838 pounds. Male wages average 68,000. Mm -hmm. You're saying that you make 40. Yeah. I am in, Jason, the first decade of my working experience. I have four decades after me to keep making money. Four decades. 80% of the people, and I'm just, I don't even know his stats are real. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. 80% of those people are decades older than me. Cichlid says, now I see why your NHS is on strike. They should be paid more. Um, Cichlid, are, are hospital workers over here? Nurses, all of that? Severely underpaid. Severely underpaid. I'll agree with you there. They are. Do you know what? Uh, Cars, we're going to get into that as well. Because right now I'm pointing out how he was lying and creating a narrative. And listen, um, Law, where are you? Law J, hit the link and call in. Because you've been asking me to drop the link and open it up the whole time. I put the link out there, now call in. So before we get back into this, I'm going to quickly, because I opened the panel specifically for you, because you kept telling me to open it up and that you want to call in. So don't dodge the link now. Now is the chance for you to hit the link. Don't run now. There you go. There's a link again. Um, Fantastic. Are you there? Yo, yeah. Do you hear me? Yeah. Yo, what up? What's up? Yeah, man. Hey, um... Uh, unfortunately, I'm sorry you had a crash course in, in pro-blackness, you know, one-on-one, just uh, this way. Again, yeah, I, I understand and thank yes, you Mr. for, uh, oh, you know, the thing you were talking about from the perspective of how, you know, Pearl shouldn't have said things or whatever, you know, defending the slavery um, thing is a different But what I'm trying to tell you guys, and as a, a black person, right, because he just, cause they don't feel like you're fit um, for two reasons. You know what I'm saying? Not only because you're a foreigner, because you you're a mixed foreigner. Hey, so so on all accounts, just they don't been. even count you as black. He stays in even Georgia. though you clearly be seen as a he black woman, no matter where you go, or whatever oh. city you white, and that you are not of um, FBA or Adolf descent, you would be a tether, the famous tether they always talk about, right? Um, even though you know uh, one of you know one of the pro black thought leaders um, is is uh, married to a you know a half white woman himself, but you know that's and Jason Black's not married at all, or and we never even known him to even really know if he deals with black women, right? But either way, the the problem and the issue with this pro black is just that is it's not about togetherness and it is a hustle, like you said, the whole like the whole you come to the realization and the proper understanding that pro blackness is nothing other than a hustle. And these people that keep talking and saying all these things and whatnot, what have you, just gonna troll you in the chat. Thank God, though, they're trolling you with money. Keep keep it coming. You know these 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 Jason Blackites or whatever. You know what I'm saying these cultists. And then they don't know how to have a proper argument or debate. All he does is troll, and he's corny at trolling. And again, it's, it's all about a superiority thing when it comes to your mindset for the white person, like you said. So, um, yeah, man, um, you did you did as good as you as you were allowed to do. And just now, you know how to um, handle the situation because it's never going to be had in good faith. Uh, thank you for shouting me out. You know, he he he, he said on air how he wasn't going to. Let me up there, you know, to have some actual pushback. And to anybody that's claiming that I'm a tether, I got 10 bands to put up for you to prove it, okay? So, yeah, you know, it, it, that's another thing, too, Jessica. As soon as you, you disagree, um, you know, they start saying about all your black features. So, you know, if you have, you know, big lips or you have a, a prominent nose 
oh, you're not, you're not FBA. So you're your teller. You're, you're, you're really your, what, what's your, what's your ancestry? What's your lineage? So again, man, all, all this is is the ultimate hustle. It's about keeping um black people actually oppressed by black people by you giving them their money by them, them telling you the white boy things out there. So I appreciate you. Thank you, fantastic. And that's that's really what it is, is creating like the white boogeyman um, so that they can always put you in this almost element of not fear, but just being under and that you need to work your way to the top. We can do that. I show by all accounts, I'm above average for my age. And Melvin says that what is the average of white women your age? That's the real point. Next to that, you're just above average, which means you're not far from struggling. I'm over 33% above average, Melvin, right? For my and age. And that was and Jessica, well, no, I was just gonna say, Jessica, too. Uh, see, Americans have this this thing to where they think everything in terms of America. Could you please um, reiterate the people and educate them on the disparity of white to everybody else? Because I think what uh, it's only it's like ninety something percent to like a small percentage, right, of non-white people in London. I mean, not London, but just um, the UK, UK overall. Is over eighty yeah. percent white. Thank Black you. people so, in the UK are three to four percent of the population. Yeah, thank you, Jessica. So, so, so the numbers that they're given are the white stats itself. There, you know, there is no white stats for you to go and do a differentiation of. It's eighty-five percent of them are white. So the stats you're looking at are going to be white stats. So if she's yeah. making that money, period, it's a, it's it's across the board. They don't even do a delineation or a separation like we do over here when it comes to racial stuff because the other races really don't make up enough like that. Thank you. And that's the point. Oh, Looking yeah. at it overall, they are basically white stats. Uh, sure can do. Can you turn your camera off, please? I don't want to see. Uh, I hope I don't get flashed or anything. I can see you commenting in the chat, so I don't think we're a flasher, but just in case. Thank you. So, yeah, Melvin, that sums that up. When you're looking at those stats, those She's are basically true. white stats. Um, Benadir says, why, why wasn't Jason Black fighting the power instead of arguing with you about your money? He's so woke, pro-black, yet he's arguing with a black woman. And that's the point. I didn't come up there as your enemy. But you want to fight with me? You want to be uh, pocket-watching me? Fight with <laughs> you want to be pocket-checking? <laughs> it's crazy. Thank you, Benadir. Um, so we're going to go over to Kevin C. Ugun, reduce racism, xenophobes, FBA. Hey, hello, Jessica, and uh, all the folks on the panel in the chat. How are you guys doing? Hey. Yeah, hey. So I guess I'm a little bit confused. Were you, um, what was the point of, of uh, talking to Jason? And then uh, I, I saw you go up there with um, with O Man and uh, Hurley and, and talk to her. Right. And uh, you, you have some good points, but uh, I guess I'm trying to understand what the what was the point of uh, dealing with Jason and what you're trying to prove. Do you know what? In my last stream, I called him um, a race hustler, right? And I said afterwards, you said you don't watch him, so how can you call him a race hustler if you don't watch him? Um, that's wrong of you. And I said, you know what? Fair point, because I haven't watched his content like that. So I said, fair point. I went up there to, um, to basically apologize and try and iron it out, and he had other intentions. <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah, because I, 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 I thought you guys were going to talk about, you know, Hurley and the whole kind of internet dust up and what you what was kind of transpiring and then maybe you your views on, views on it. Off, and you guys just kind of come uh, to some kind of somebody either yes or some race, kind of, uh, you know, friendly agreement. But, uh, but anyway, uh -huh. He moved on he from Purdy because we didn't really disagree in terms of Purdy. I don't think Purdy was right for her comments. He doesn't think Purdy was right for her comments. So there wasn't much disagreement um, in terms of him and what we think of just her. No, you said she So that's why he moved on to asking how much I make and I bet you're speaking she with white men and all these Jason other things because he, could, he was trying to find a disagreement. You don't think she's right? Okay, all right. Hey, I, will, I will say one thing. Okay, so uh, I, I do this, this talk about the victim narrative yeah. and. Um, we get that a lot over in the United States when people yeah. start talking about systemic issues and even past history. What's and, the uh, definition of that? First of all, what, what she do? Saying it, then kind of shifted over to 
other racial groups. I hear from Hispanic quite a bit. Even from the Asian so. uh, that's just kind of the technique you need to stop talking about it. Uh, but I, I, I reframe the conversation. I, I reframe the, the situation like this, and I, I, I'll, I'll say this, and I'm going to shut up and pass on to somebody else. I look at it like, look, white people have white people created they give them benefits, privileges, wealth, and resources. Um, and a bunch of stuff that they didn't earn. And they did that for 300 plus years. And, they, and actually they're still getting, not only do they still have that system in place or some aspects of it in place, but they're still benefiting off the stuff that they actually, you know, basically stole and exploited out of everybody else, whether it was through enslavement or just outright theft or just, you know, whatever it is they did in order to get it. Uh, yeah. So I, I know you mentioned something about an inferiority and all sorts of stuff, and I don't, I'll look at it like this. If you need a system in order to actually compete, then you're the inferior group. Like, that's what you're admitting to. You're saying, look, I can't compete on, the, on an equal and fair playing field. So what I got to do is I got to set up a system to deny you opportunities. And I got to do this by either enslaving you. I got to do this by either destroying your property. I got to do this by taking stuff from you, exploiting you, oppressing you, abusing you in some way. So uh, that's why I picked them. So I always try to reframe it to make them actually kind of think about it. And, um, and I listen to everybody. And then I form my own opinion. So that's fun. So I listen to Jason. I listen to you. I listen to you know white people not so much. Only because when they talk about black people and black issues in history and culture, uh, to me they sound really uninformed. In a lot of ways, they actually come off as racist. I know they're not trying to be sometimes, but that's how they come off. So I just say that they get. I outright tell them to know what you're talking about. So that's the only issue I have with non-black people talking about black history, black culture, black issues. Is that. Uh, they can come off as racist, even though maybe they're trying to be or not trying to be. I don't know. I don't really care. But I just let them know they're uninformed. They don't know what they're talking about. And that usually, you know, that's upsets how, me. Yeah. That's how I feel about Pearly. Like, everything you express there is my exact sentiment in terms of yeah. um, what, what I feel towards just Pearly things. Yeah. And, and honestly, if I'm not black, what I would do is I would stay away from the racial issues and problems and everything else. Because they, you, they wind up saying things that make them look really stupid. And then it makes them at least look like a supremacist or racist-like and everything else. Uh, so that, so they can talk about it all day. They can do what they want to do. But, I'm just, but I, just, I just tell them flat out they're uninformed. They don't know what they're talking about. And it usually upsets them. And I hope it does. Because they don't know what they're talking about. Uh, and I, I also remind them of how they got a lot of their wealth and resources and what you know their ancestors did in order to get to the position uh, that, they're, that they're in today. That's why I had to uh, disagree with Pearly when she was talking about reparations and she said, yeah. you know, she doesn't think that people deserve reparations. And it's like, hang on, you guys had the advantage, right, of being able to capitalize off slavery and of being true. able to have it's access to things that black people true. did not have access to. You yeah. benefited off of that for centuries. Yeah. Right? So it's very easy for you to sit there and say, well, I don't think you guys deserve it. When you're the black men have chosen to find situationships with, like it's their fault that we don't get along with black men. So y'all already know where this is headed, right? SYSBM, GTFOD, Passport Bros Over Holes, and Nick Tap. Niggas going the old way women who don't even have a place to stay most of the time, don't have any resources, okay, uh, lack the resources and finances that people out in America have. So what, I mean, what are you going to? You're going to what? A lot of these women are homeless. A lot of these women uh, don't have any finances. They're desperate. They'll do anything. A lot of them ain't been to the doctor. This is what they eat. This is called a cultural thing. So what these types of BMs are saying when they disparage black women is I hate my own culture. It's not about black women. It's about you hating yourself and you hating your culture and how you were raised and brought up by the women in your life. So overseas, there's no nurses, there's no doctors. There's no secretaries, no cooks, there's no hairstylists. These women have no education, like these women can't be teachers, you know. And she said that getting with these women of these other cultures is a proof of the self-hate that black men have for themselves as well as the women that raised them. 
baby mama culture, 85% out of wedlock culture, I don't need a man culture is not black culture. You know, it's actually a rejection of you and your warped sense of reality on what culture is. And if you got men out here that's willing to start eating rat as a delicacy over steak tartare and lobster, that's just a testament on how damn disgusted black men are with you. And to me, that seems more like self-preservation than self-hate. Uh, they are out there eating rats, y'all. This ain't, this ain't Big Mama cooking. This ain't your mama cooking. This ain't, this ain't Big Mama cooking. This ain't your mama cooking. This ain't my cooking. This ain't your cooking. They out there eating rats. Get it? But black men stopped eating traditional Big Mama foods 40, 50 years ago. When black men started to convert to Islam or became Hebrews or other cultures that required dietary changes. So that's nothing new. I haven't eaten pork in over 30 years. I remember when I first told my mom, no, I don't eat pork no more. Boy, I raised you on pork. Yeah, but that still doesn't mean I'm eating. Right? So she's trying to shame black men for not eating traditional big mama food, which I guess she's talking about soul food. And my mom's, my big mama doesn't eat traditional old big mama foods. You know, my mom's love when I come by and cook an Italian dish or medicine. Projects up in public housing, nigga. You ate rat droppings before. How many diseases and, and infections these rats have that they out there? These women out there cooking this for them. Lady, worrying about catching diseases from rats is the least of our concern. Yeah, we can already idea. catch diseases from you. We got 50% of black women walk around here from the age of 14 and 50 and have genital herpes. Oh, we got black women out here on TikTok running around here bragging, talking about they've had 100 sex partners by the age of 18. And I'm sure that's with both sexes. Mostly women with that fluid sexuality shit. Y'all chances on that. Somebody getting a lot of bottles on TikTok. They're supposed to be this role model, this perfect young black woman that everybody's looking up to. No. Black women, you know, we do, we're not perfect. 
you know, we do have our own issues that we need to work on individually and collectively. No. No. Well, here's the projection, the insults. Ratatouille and rat girls with bare feet. They don't have nothing. They homeless. They poor. You know what? I'd rather have that poor, humble girl over your toxic, entitled uh -huh. bullshit in your game. Pass me that rat burger. <laughs> rat burger it is. Rat burger or you rat burger, bitch. Now, well, I ain't never gonna eat rat. I ain't with that rat shit. Just like I ain't with that dog shit. But there's parts of the world where certain things that we do not eat or do not find a delicacy, they do find in other places. Like, I don't fuck with snail. I don't fuck with squid. There's a lot of shit I don't fuck with. So, you know, but I'm quite sure if these people in other countries are eating rats or dogs, um, I, I'm quite sure this, these animals are farmed. I mean, does that make sense? To where they're farmed in a controlled environment, they're not grabbing a rat that just crawled off the wall and, and just took it in the kitchen, right? Yeah, yeah, I'll leave a comment on that. I'm just, I'm thinking, even though I won't ever eat rat, I'm quite sure there's got to be some farming involved if there's some systematic eating of that delicacy in that country. You know, but yeah, taking a rat that just crawled in the room and, and you hit it in the head with a shoe and then you take it right in the kitchen yeah that's some nasty shit <laughs> it's like i wouldn't eat dog i'd rather have a dog as a pet than to eat it but all right that's neither here nor there let, let her continue hello i am really hot <laughs> The diseases and, and infections these rats have that they out there, these women out there cooking this for them. Ratatouille. <laughs> Ratatouille. Rat soup. Rat and rice. Rat fried, rat mashed potatoes and gravy. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. What are y'all eating out there? Because we know that BMs love to eat. That's what they good at. Eating. Ratatouille, rat soup, rat and rice. Now, take all of these insults that she's hurling and convert them to the insults that she would be hurling at you, Black man, if you was in a relationship with her. What would ratatouille, rat soup, rat and rice, rat fried, rat mashed potatoes and gravy sound like? <laughs> Dusty, bullet bag, trash bag, bandit, you broke, right? there's two things that we know that black women have accounted for and that's having basket babies and hurling insults <laughs> look here on youtube that's what the black woman is proficient at every day all day long look at the cynthia g's the nyla says the divested zealots the divested witches the black women on youtube with the biggest channels do nothing but hurl insults none of them got a pro-black channel None of them got a hair channel. None of them got a channel reading poetry. None of them got a channel talking. No. Every last one of them is what? Master roasters. Because that's all they got. So there's no conversation really to be had. Because you can't find common ground or debate something or have a conversation in good faith with someone that calls you a trash bag man. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. What are y'all eating out there? Because we know that BMs love to eat. That's what they're good at. Eating. 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 Right? Always eating. Always want something, some good food. Some, oh, you ain't cook. Well, you're eating rats. Why, why? You're not complaining about the menu out there in these countries? Right? See, this is why foreign women don't like y'all now. Because you're accusing Brazilian women, all because we're going overseas, you're accusing an entire country 
You're accusing the entire populace of Asian women also of eating rodents. And say because you got this news article that you pulled out of your anus as proof. Just because we promoting going overseas and say women need to stick together, why would these women in foreign countries want to stick with you all? You all demean them. You all think that they're supposed to speak English. And they know more languages than you all. You all think everybody in these countries is just poor, destitute. Y'all frame it in a way that foreign women don't like you all. See, I hope the foreign women hear this video and they understand this is why we're going overseas. They're attacking you guys and you guys got nothing to do with it. They're accusing you guys of feeding us rodents. As if we can't afford to go to the supermarket or grocery store in your country. This is sad. Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Oh, my God. Oh. 